Welcome to Spicy Techie. Where we discuss all things technology with some friendly banter mixed in. With your hosts, Ali Musa and Sienna T. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you may be in this wonderful world of ours. Welcome to a special edition of Spicy Techie, and we are having our books and tech chat today. And today I have the honor of being joined by three co-hosts. And uh, I'm your fourth co-host, Sienna T. And uh, with me in studio, we're going to go in alphabetical order. We have Allie, who's here. Hey, Allie, how are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I mean, this is this is much appreciated here. Oh, thank you so much. This is this is going to be a fun-filled chat, and uh, we're going to talk books. We're going to talk tech. And uh, very happy to have you along. And uh, we also have Makara. Hey, Makara, how are you today? Glad to have you here. Well, thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty well. Awesome. And Cherry, it's a pleasure having you with us as well. And uh, for those of you who remember, um, Sherry joined us a few times on the show, which became Spicy Techie. Uh, which was called Variety is the Spice of Life. Sherry, it's glad I'm really, really glad to have you with us. Thank you yeah, for joining. No, thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And how how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear. And uh, so and am I. <laughs> and I'm a real tech nerd. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, I I think we all are uh, <laughs> quite the tech nerds and uh, book nerds too, a bit. <laughs> Bookworms. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start with a discussion on books. And um curious to know what everybody is reading. We'll start with sherry what are you reading i've been reading terry fox or louis braille braille oh nice what's the actual name of the book by louis braille that you're reading and i'm wondering if you happen to know who it's by stephen keeler stephen keeler and the title of the book is uh louis braille all right, I will definitely have to check that out. It sounds like a good book. And, um, you know, we all know the story of Louis Braille. But uh, let's, hear, let's hear it from you, Sherry. We would love to uh, um, hear what it's about. A brief kind of summary synopsis, if you will. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um, it, talks about, it talks about how he invented Braille. And talks about his blindness, talks about how he traveled around and went to school and and how what happened to him went before he went blind. Absolutely, yeah. And um it it seems that 
he, if I remember correctly, he was playing around in his father's factory and pick up picked up a tool and it hit him in the eye. Yeah, and, that's correct. And the infection spread to the other eye. Yikes. Yeah, that that was very sad, but the he it's sad at the end though. Yeah. Yeah. Um no spoilers for the ending, but uh it sounds like it's it's definitely a good read. And you know, he was very talented, you know, he um from what I had read and heard about him, he also uh played music as well. I believe yeah. he he was an organist if I remember correctly, but um you know it it it's so amazing how you know you went from letters um you went from like these raised letters to um the night writing that I believe his name is Charles Barbier and that had invented to um, you know, just taking that and running with it and inventing the Braille system as we know it today. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious, um, get uh, all of your thoughts on this. Um, wh what are your thoughts on unified Braille? Like when you guys... Um, went to school did you learn the unified braille or did you learn the um uh, the formerly used well i shouldn't say formerly used because uh, some people still use it to this day um uncontracted grade two braille uh, like when you guys went to school we'll start with uh, makara on this one I will say I don't understand a hundred percent what unified braille kind of means. So what but... they've done, yeah, no worries. So what they've done is they've taken um like there's so British um British Braille had its own set of contractions. Some of them were the same, but there were some that were different. And North American Braille had its own um particularities if you will and they've kind of consolidated them into one and some of the contractions are different like the ATION contraction which was dot six n in um, the grade two braille or contracted braille has been replaced with the letter a dots five six and n okay so i think yeah. going off of that i think I think when I started, I must have been learning uh, kind of before it was unified Braille. Yeah. And because I, re I remember oh, go at ahead. the first. Yeah. Sorry. I, I remember it the first way that you were mentioning it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you were. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you were very confused uh, with all the. Well, not not so much confused, but it was just like, hey, why are they doing this? You know, <laughs> I think so, because I don't really remember ever learning properly, like, again, after it became unified, because I think I must have just gotten done with learning all of it. And then possibly my teacher was like, 
uh, we don't have to bother with this. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty much the same scenario for me. I actually had to learn it when it came out <laughs> um, oh, you know, really? for school and that like for university. And um, <laughs> it was not easy. Like I, I was always saying to myself, they got rid of the like the two to contraction and um you know just replaced it with to and it's kind of many years later like about 10 years later i'm i'm dating myself but it's only now starting to make sense oh uh, yeah I'm yeah so curious about people's experiences like learning braille in general like did you actually like to kind of go off your question, did you actually enjoy learning Braille like when you started learning it or was it kind of a something you didn't want to have to deal with? Enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I had a lot of uh, tools to help me learn Braille. Um, so like, for example, you guys probably remember um, <laughs> um, a show of eyes if you will if you remember the uh <laughs> swing cells remember those things that had the dots one two three and dots four five six and uh the, the little pegs that you would take out and um put in to uh make the letters and it was a tool that was used to help you learn braille anybody remember the swing cell i'm afraid not <laughs> I don't know that one from day one. Yeah. What about you, Al? Uh, what about you, Sherry? What's your experience been like uh, learning Braille? A uh, challenge, but we learn. I learned uh, word cards. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you had all the the. So you had all the like Braille flashcards to learn. Like the spellings yeah. and that. Yeah. That's great. And what about you, Allie? I see that your hand is raised. Please go ahead. Uh, okay, so a couple things. Yeah. Kind of going back to Makara's question, did I enjoy learning Braille? No. And... And... Still to this day, like now, it's it's sort of a use case where, um, where I don't find myself using it nowhere near as much anymore. And that's not to say I don't use it, but it's it's just not as efficient anymore. Now, before Makara, before you ask me in what way, quote, I will say that in the sense of when it comes to inform like when it comes to reading a set of instructions or reading something even on air it makes it a little bit more simple 
to use the screen reader technique, and that's another show for another day. But, um, but when it comes to, um, do I like you? Uh, when it comes to the unified English Braille, I learned it the stand the uncontracted the alphabetic and contracted Braille. Now, I actually prefer uncontracted Braille, even though I can read both. I prefer uncontracted Braille because when you type, you don't want to have those symbols. Like, as you mentioned, Sienna, the two character and the A-T-I-O-N stuff. Like, you're not... And then it's not very efficient to learn that. So with uncontracted Braille, it's just a little bit more simple and easier because then it, it, it coincides with the typing side of things. Absolutely. And it gives you a really clear picture of how um, in your mind of how to spell words like with the with the uh, uncontracted braille and i find like when i'm especially when i'm using the computer or i have my uh focus connected to my uh my focus braille display connected to my computer or my ipad i typically yeah. will use uncontracted as yeah. well for the same reason yeah and i actually have the previous model of the Brilliant BI-40, which was called the new generation, which has the micro USB on it. Ah, yes. Yeah. Thank you so what much, everyone. Oh, go ahead, Sherry. Um, what is a Braille display? So how a Braille display works is... Um, so it, the braille so as the um a, as information is changing on the screen so the braille display is a device that uses pins that go up and down um hence the term refreshable that the braille is refreshing itself with these pins going up and down representing the uh letters on the braille cell and um it's it allows you to be able to read the information that appears on the screen in braille and um they're very neat there's uh, different lengths of braille displays there's some that are um for, mine is typically there are 40 cells minus 40 cell um i have a smaller braille display that's uh 12 cells that um the the braille has kind of uh, faded on it so i don't use that one as much but um my focus 40 typically 32 to 40 cells are about the length that i would go for now here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like here's the thing, and then we'll get to we'll get back to some books here. Yeah. Um, but um, here's the thing, um, and we could do a show sometime about just we just we can talk about our experiences of Braille if you guys want. We can someday plan a show for that too if you want. 
Well, that would be great. And um, you're all three of you are welcome to join. What do you guys think? Would you guys like that? Yeah. Definitely. Like I say, it's always something that fascinates me. I always love hearing from other people what it was like for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'll say yeah. this. That but you also see but what we also have to do is like because we're sort of in a confinement now where um where see I, I'm already starting to think about it and look at it that when the Braille display like see I've had this now almost almost eight years now. This this um the 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 BI forty. It's actually now a discontinued model, but and they replaced it with the BI forty X. But um, because the cost of them is so high, right? And and in Ontario, you've got the ADP program. I don't know what it's like out there. I don't know what the programs out there in Manitoba, but um whether they have a system like that where you get your equipment funded but um but see it it's almost a legwork to get assessed and and Sherry and Sienna, you guys know what that's like you go mm-hmm. in there you have to you you, you get that legwork of getting assessed then you have to then you're sitting there then you got to wait for several months before you get approved or however the whatever the or whatever the process is so which almost puts a dent in your use of technology and what you are trying to do because the average person is not going to pay or cannot pay 2 to 7000 dollars for a braille just for a standalone braille unit so the thing becomes is when that happens i don't want to be in a bigger confinement so that's the reason i mentioned the screen reader technique where i have to get used to and know that when it's not there what is my what am, how am i going to transmit that information mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah no and it definitely makes makes sense and um i i can attest to the fact that not only braille displays but braille note takers um like your braille note touch and your um, Braille Sense uh, line of products, they're expensive and not everybody is going to be able to afford them. And, um, you know, it's it makes sense to find other options and especially for those who have lost their sight later on in life and don't necessarily read Braille, um, you know, how do you when it comes to having to read something out loud, how yeah. do you mitigate that? How do yeah, you accommodate and, that? Yeah, and let's face it too. They are not going to learn it. 
it, it's not it's not efficient for them to. It, it's not no. It's not even practical. Let's let's put it that way. The only practical, well, I mean, the only practical uses for say someone who, you know, unless they want to, yeah, is to read the numbers on the elevator, on the elevator or or cards. But like, um, unless they really want to learn Braille, like, and and become proficient in Braille, um, you know, a lot of people typically they'll use they'll just learn the basics for reading their their Braille cards and the numbers on the elevator, etc. But now there is the Taptilo learning Braille device, ah, which yes. I don't know much about, but hey. I know somebody that does. Yeah. And we'll give him a shout out. Shout out to Steve Barkley Barkley from Canadian Assistive Technologies, also known as Canas Tech. Yes. So back to books now. Um, Back to books. Yes. So what about you, Makara? What have you been reading? To be honest, I haven't been doing that much reading but i did start a reread i think a little over a week ago of a memoir that i'd read a while back called talking as fast as i can and it's by an actress by the name of lauren graham so she kind of goes into her career how she started like things like the jobs she had while she was going through school and it is kind of interesting just to see how someone gets to that point in becoming an actor and playing a character that because she went on to do a, a show called Gilmore Girls which was fairly popular at the I time remember that show. yeah really good show in the early 2000s I think so I just I find it interesting some of the things that she goes into that is fascinating, and that's um, an even more fascinating title, um, Talking As Fast As I Can. And it's it's really intriguing. It would be intriguing to figure out, um, or to find out, rather, how she came up with that title. I think it's kind of because uh, on Gilmore Girls, they're known for this really speedy kind of banter that is just constant and it's it's more than other shows would do where they're just there's lengthy scenes of just these conversations where they'll be walking around their town and talking or in the diner and talking and it's you kind of have to be like really paying attention to pick up on everything they're saying and all the little jokes or pop culture references and all, all the nuances, yeah. Yes, so I, personally, I think that's the reason for it, so, yeah. Great title. It is. That is awesome. Wow. Sounds like a very interesting book. I enjoyed it the first time. I haven't been getting into it as much this time. Maybe I'm just not feeling it right now, but... It's still incredible. Can you repeat the title again, please? Yeah, of course. It's called Talking As Fast As I Can.
Well, that's a neat one. I haven't actually seen Gilmore Girls, but just to read about, um, you know, read memoirs and autobiographies, even if I don't necessarily know the uh, actor or the actress or whoever is writing the memoir, um, you know, just to find out more about what they've, how they got to their career and that is is very fascinating so i'll definitely be uh um adding that to my want to read list on good on goodreads nice yeah thank you and actually i believe sherry you just got started with goodreads as well yeah i did that's great yeah i i i don't know how to use it so <laughs> Ah, that's definitely if... something we can do a tutorial on uh, um, here on Spicy Techie. But go ahead, Sherry. My apologies. That's okay. Um, I tried to read something. I thought you could read something on that on that app. Mm -hmm. But it's more with the Goodreads. It's actually more of a um, social media service for books almost like a facebook for books where you can find out more about um um what everybody's reading and you know look at some of the reviews of different books and you can follow um some of the authors that are on there it's it's a great service oh okay yeah Definitely a great place to uh, get book recommendations. Just check our want to read list. Yeah. Now is that yeah? Now is that book um, available on uh, where is it av available? Is it on Audible or places like that? It is on Audible, and actually, Lauren Graham narrates it herself. Wow. Okay. Quite wonderfully, I might add. I I enjoy her particular brand mm. of comedy mm. and just the way she speaks. Yeah, so I quite like to listen to her. Give, yeah, do you want to give? Yeah, now before Mike Fair comes in here next, comes into the studio next week, Makara, do you want to give Audible just a little plug on what you think about it? Oh, Audible's a great service. It's you can get so many different things there besides just your regular kind of run of the mill audiobooks. They have so much of their own content and Audible originals. You can get podcasts on there it's it's great for for what you pay for it i think it's worth it personally well, yeah and the, it is no i i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a user of audible i i don't know i don't know what i would do without it i really don't like see <coughs> some people like like see i mean um like sure you can use like sila or something but it's not as immediate that's true right audible has more of this the rich content and the immediacy of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll still use Sila if I'm in a oh, pinch yeah. or if I, if I don't want to have to, or if I have no credits left, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. How I know it too go. well. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you can also take advantage of the daily deals as yeah, well. Absolutely. You find one you like, oh, there you go. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. You don't necessarily have to wait for the credit. 
<laughs> nope. Well, exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. So what about you, uh, Allie? What have you been reading? Currently, I, I've read a lot in the past. And if anybody wants to go in and check my um, red bookshelf, if you want to do that while I'm talking, I'm, I'm you know, feel free. Um, um, but because I, I can't even remember what the last book was I read. So please... Have a look if you want, okay? And then you can just report it back on air here. Just uh, there. there you go. The answer is, I think, was the last one you well, read yeah, before the right. curtain. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to verify if you can verify that for us? That'd be good. Yeah, okay. It was uh, the answer is yeah. Okay. So as I look at it. Okay. So currently, uh, I've been reading. Uh, 99 stories of the game. And what was before the answer is, I'm wondering. Now, the 99 stories of the game is by Wayne Gretzky. And the narrator of the book is Mike Chamberlain. Wow, is he ever an excellent narrator. And it really goes into the stories of the game. And it talks about um, one of the things that was mentioned in there was that whenever the Leafs played the Red Wings, that Wayne's father <coughs> would let him stay up until the end of the game to watch it uh, as the game would start at as the game started at eight p.m. and it, it, stories like that. It sounds very fascinating, and um, you know it would be neat to uh, read his memoir. Um, it's, it's not his memoir. It's not his memoir. It's just more stories of his experiences no, with the game, not right? Only that stories of the game itself. That's neat. Yeah, no, that that would be a neat book to read. Yeah, no, and and the answer is by Alex Trebek. Oh man, that was just a wonderful, wonderful book. I highly recommend that one. And what was before that, by the way? If you can just, what was before that? So before that was ninety nine, or it was. uh... I just closed it, actually. My apologies. Um, but uh, 101 essays that I, I can't remember the exact title of the, oh, of, of the essays, book. 101 essays that will change the, that will way, change you the way you think. Yeah. My apologies as I had uh, closed the page there. <laughs> there we go. 101 essays. That will change the way you think. By Brianna Weist was the one you read before that. Brianna Weist is how. Weist, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always when I read it, I always uh, hear uh, Weist, but it's Weist. That makes sense. It's a German-sounding last name. Yep, that sounds like a really good book too. Very. Uh, very good uh, self-help kind of uh, book as well. Yeah, pick that one up too. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I know. So that's really what we've been, that's what I've been um, reading. Is there anything you want to highlight as to what we have coming up here now? Um, yeah. In terms um, of going into the holiday season and what we have coming up on this show for everybody. This is going to be really exciting. Um, we have Michael Fair, who will be joining us on December the 15th to talk to us a little bit about Audible and his experiences with Audible, the benefits of using Audible, of which uh, we heard a few so far. And um, really looking forward to hearing Mike's perspective on it as well. And um, we also have Stephen Scott coming in as well. And... Um, date to be determined uh, yeah. and actually lynn's coming up on monday and actually. lynn is coming up as well on monday lynn kennedy host of the bookends book club at cnib on zoom so uh, for those of you who are cnib um, clients and are looking for a great place to uh, find out about uh, different books and some great themes um lynn and the participants, you know, work together to come up with very fascinating themes. So definitely worth checking out. And a shout out to Lynn. She's coming on Monday as well. So we're looking forward to uh, having Lynn on the show to talk some more books with us. And that is what is coming up so far on Spicy Tech. And we've also got a couple of uh, tutorials. I'm going to be showing you guys um, the Google Docs and um, Google Drive app on the iPhone and the iPad. And uh, afterwards, we'll be looking at uh, Google Meet. But uh, for this week... On Sunday, we'll focus on Google Docs and Google Drive. And uh, if any of you would like to um, know more about Google Sheets, now I'm not very familiar with Google Slides, but uh, if that's something that you would like to hear more about on a future show, I'm happy to play with it and uh, demonstrate it. But our main focus is going to be for this tutorial coming up on Sunday will be Google Doc, Google Drive and Google Docs. So you'll need uh, the Google Drive app on your iPhone or iPad before you can use Google Docs. And that's what's coming up on Spicy Techie on Sienna T Radio. We've got And you'll need a Google account for that. And too. and you will absolutely need a Google account. And on Sienna T Radio, we've got the melting pot which is coming up this Saturday with Nick Blazewitz from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern. And that's at 10.30 to 11.30 a.m. Central. We've also got the Classical Cafe with Samantha Ash, and that is coming up. Yeah, she'll be joining us all the way from the pond. She'll be, jo she'll be joining us all from all across the pond in the UK, and um, she'll be joining us from 2.30 to 3.30 
p.m. Eastern, which is 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. Central Time. And um, we've got another Christmas song bank coming up on December 15th. So uh, please stay tuned for, for that. That's from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And another Cosmopolitan Culture Club Christmas edition on the 21st of December, which is the Thursday, from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. So, um, and the Cosmopolitan Culture Club and the Song Bank are both hosted by yours truly, Sienna T. Um, can I add something to the, when you were talking about the tech? The tech? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. As we wrap up here, go ahead. Um, sorry, Allie. Um, no, 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 I, no apologize. I, Keep going. Okay. Um, when I read a book, sometimes I use eloquence. And I know, Allie, you don't like eloquence. That's what I use, the voice I use to read my book on voice through meter. Yeah. Wow, that's great that that it allows you to use eloquence. And I don't believe Easy Reader does, but uh, that's great that that voice dream reader um, does have more flexibility of which of the uh, voices you can use, which is awesome. And the read voice? The read voice. Is that, that the, the one, one you use? use? The read voice? Yes. Oh, <laughs> no. You know what? I must say, I, I must say, yeah. <laughs> I did try eloquence for a while, but then I was missing... Alex, because I forgot oh. how much more cleaner Alex is. But you know what? I do use eloquence every once in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I use it all the time. Awesome. <laughs> I'm wondering what, yeah. Uh, yeah, what about you, Makara? What voice do you use? Well, generally, I'll use uh, Alex, but on my um, on my Mac, I've been known to use uh, Fiona, the Scottish. Oh, voice. the Scottish voice, yeah. Mm-hmm. She has a nice voice too. She's you good. Can, you She's can good, but nothing on the beats phone. Alex. Remember that. <laughs> oh no, I I know, but I I enjoy hers as well. <laughs> no, yeah, I understand. No, no, I, I get yeah, it. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I've tried a couple of the Siri voices for a little while there. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing in my mind beats Alex. And Can I'm going to be yeah, and I'm going to be yeah. hard in on that. <laughs> but my preferred, I I would have to say Alex. But here's here's a thought. Now you guys don't have to try it. I promise I won't put any of you through this torture. But can you imagine trying to read a book with one of the like novelty legacy uh, Mac voices, like the Bell's voice or something? I'm talking like the bells and yeah, the bells and the good news and the bad news and. Oh, man. I don't even know what I think about trying that. <laughs> Ladies that and gentlemen, do not try that at home. <laughs> oh, no. And people of all ages, don't try that. Nope. Nope. People of all ages, do not try this at no, all. No. Well, yes. Well, this, this, uh, this concludes our books and tech chat tonight. 
I hope you guys have yeah. enjoyed it. Thank you so much, Makara, Sherry. Thank you, both of you, for being here tonight. And Ali, thank you as well. Always happy to have the three of you. And um, feel free to uh, join us anytime. Yeah, we'll we can, do. Yeah, if you want, we can do a we can yeah. Why don't we could do a little New Year's show on books we read over the holidays? Yeah, and some new tech we tried out, and or even even new what? tech we may have received over the season. Yeah, yeah, sounds um, fun. Sounds and great. How about how about we use our eloquence voices? <laughs> oh, we, oh, if you want to, we can allow that. Yeah, hey, Sienna? or 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 the uh, classic Fred voice. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's ew. bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Yes, ew indeed. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, and you guys have a a, a phenomenal weekend ahead. And, you guys as well, and, and Merry Christmas to every one of you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas as well, everybody. And yeah, no, uh, talk to you tomorrow. sounds great. Yes, we're going to be uh, playing some games. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Have fun with that. Yeah. As, with that. Enjoy. as you know, we, uh, Sherry, uh, Sherry and I are, <laughs> are gamers. <so laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. And we uh -huh. remind everyone that. It is. Never goodbye. Never goodbye. See you next time. It is. Next time. Until next time. See you next time. Stay safe. You too. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Spicy Techie. To learn more about the show, Please like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search Spicy Techie. We are always reminding you. It is. Is never goodbye. Never goodbye. It is. It is. Until. Until. Next Next time. time.